Babe, you cannot talk and pee on the podcast. Are you serious right now? I can hear you peeing. I don't know if they can hear you peeing, but you can't talk to me and pee. Please. This is From the Ground Up, the story of me starting my reptile business. Okay. So this is the part where we drink and talk about shit. Yes, we drink and talk about shit. You like that? It's on the mic. That was a great. So like that was a here. great pop. I hope it wasn't terrible in anyone's ears. Yeah, you can see the spike on the on the audio. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have any sponsors this week? No, no sponsors. I just. I'm glad to be inspired by all the, um, cause you know, we do a lot of going through the tags and looking at snake pictures mm-hmm. and we're just both so inspired by the girls who put snakes oh in between God. their boobs and take pictures of them. But the best is the girls who put snakes they in between their boobs and make it act seem like it was like a coit. <laughs> like it was just like, Oh, all men are the same. <laughs> like no twat. You put a fucking, don't use that word. Twat. You put a snake in between your tits and took a picture of it. Everything seems very intentional. Yes, they are very intentional. I would almost rather girls who do that to just own it and be like, hey, I'm putting this snake between my boobs so I can get like, more hey, likes and followers. Yeah, can you guys give me some attention? Because my father <laughs> like wasn't there that Babe, much. stop. No, no. That's, that's too far. No. They just want followers, and they know the fastest way to get followers is through boobs which happens you know that's not obviously not just in the snake world that's anywhere absolutely which is why the snake world is not oh there's an amber alert there's an amber alert in texas in galena park texas and it's messing events there's a there's a 91 honda civic sorry instagram there's an amber alert on my phone um but, but i mean I, I don't fault them for doing it because yeah. it is the fastest way. I fault them for not owning up to it. Yeah, just just be like, here's my tits with a ball python on it. Right. right. It, it's tits, then ball Hashtag python, tits. rather than ball python, then tits. Ball, like pyth- the <laughs> the t- ball python tits of Instagram. Hashtag oh, should that be a new hashtag? hashtag? Kim K of ball python. Do you think people should be faulted for doing that? Or Hashtag should be criticized. We'll send nudes for snakes. Oh God, Do you think people should be um, criticized for using their parts, or their God-given parts, to well, gain I more followers? Well, I don't think it is fair because guys don't have an equal. Opportunity. They have abs. There's not an equal they have, opportunity. They have abs. Yeah, but then you're like you're automatically put into a category and cast off by everyone. So are girls not automatically? No, well, because every guy is like, that's that's cool. That's so loud. Because once you do the ab stuff, the guys are kind of out of it. Okay. And then you have a very small sector of females. So girls can still... And girls don't even really give a shit about guys. So girls can can put their tits out and put a snake on their tits and still be respected in the reptile community, you think? No, people oh, well act you... like they're respected because they want the girls. Okay. So they'll follow them and look at them, but... But they're not really respecting them. I don't know. I don't know. Who do I know who's a... Who's a big girl in the in a. There's, there's the not many. There's a lot community. of, like, 
you know, what would you call those? Um, couples? Okay. <laughs> you, couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't think of that word, couples? No, no, it took Kay. a little while. But there <laughs> are a bunch of couples who are, like, pretty big, but otherwise there's not why many, do you think, like, just girls. Why do you think girls haven't made it to the level that guys have? No, I mean, there definitely are some, but most of them have spouses that are also into it. Can you, you, but you can't even think of a girl who's just on her own big. Not, not really. Not off the top of my head. I'm sure there well, are Well, then more. they can't, she can't be and that big. And if I big. was like in the ball python ga- game or something, and there are some that are like decently big, but maybe not full-time breeders. So that's where I would make the cutoff be like full-time breeder is where. Okay. Um, Wes said, I respect Tay Baby Dean. I don't I have know no idea who that, that is. Is is it, or is who it that an is? Instagram tit snake girl? Probably. I saw one today that was kind of the craziest. It was a girl with jeans on, and she had she had the button still buttoned, but she had the zipper unopened or uh, zipper open on her jeans, and there was a snake coming from the the zipper part of her jeans. Like the where you're like look at my where dick. No, it was a girl. Yeah, but I don't remember what the caption was. But yeah, it was just like absolutely outrageous. That yeah, is outrageous. Um, someone said I would love to model naked with sneaks. So to me, that's different. In my head, that's different. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's I different. Think, I think. I mean, uh, that's a thing, right? Right, that's I'll a thing. Model. Like you, like photos. You, you have like legit professional photo shoots for people naked with snakes yeah. that's different than just let me pull my shirt down and well yeah we're talking like the the cell phone selfie in your big fat tits like not <laughs> even like good looking girl like if you're naked oh my God, you're probably stop. a better looking girl but these are like trailer park stop fat tits. you're getting mean <laughs> you're but getting it's so mean. fucking true they're not like good looking okay. girls okay. either they're like snake girls with like some like whatever she has like a yoshi tattoo that is all faded out and fucking you're terrible her name okay but wes says taylor nicole dean have you heard of that person i want to say that's the girl who's in texas who like she makes videos of like her blue tongue skink like in her backyard or whatever you know that girl who had the sand boa okay it's more of coming from the angle like um this is a cute snake this is really cute. <laughs> I think I think that's the girl. This not is like really cute. not like actually talking about reptiles, but more like snakes are so cute. <laughs> and then like those that's the depth of the video. But she has like a million fucking YouTube Followers. subscribers. Because yeah. there's people who only think of snakes to that level. You know, that's um, there's a market for those people who are like snakes are so cute. Oh my god, the colors. Snoop on your boot or whatever the fuck they say. Right? Yeah, Snoop uh, boots. I've seen snack. that. Snack. My little noodle. Noodle on me. Oh. Yeah. Hashtag okay. Noodle. Let's get to what we're actually talking about today. That was no not planned. Fun. That was just what is annoying us this week, basically. <laughs> That's a... Oh. This oh, there's something also else. Also, the fucking dragon wings on your bearded dragon. <gasps> I've seen that every. It's like a leash. It's a, it's a leash with wings attached to it. Like, no, man. Because they really want it to be a real dragon. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's like cute because <laughs> it's called a bearded dragon, and I can make it into a real dragon if I put paper mache fucking wings on it or whatever the fuck. Because the bearded dragon really, really likes it. Its wings that. are made out of pipe cleaner. Isn't oh he so God. cute? <laughs> You're terrible. Uh, 
Uh, it just it's for pictures and for everything. Instagram, man. Instagram, it has its pros and has its cons because people use it in a terrible way and people use it in a great way. I yeah. think. You know, we use it in a great way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just do pictures of the snakes just because my abs would be really distracting. Oh, yes, because your abs are so amazing. You can't show your abs. It would just break the internet. Well, we would we would run out of olive oil in the house. <laughs> like, you know, it would be a whole situation. <laughs> olive oil is expensive, though. Stop. But the girls who do it don't even, like, try that. They don't do, like... They don't usually do any like primping. No, it's just like, like very, very quick. And they're always really pick. pale. <laughs> yeah. Really fucking pale. <laughs> um, Lilypad said they've seen people put mustaches in and top, top hats. Hat. Yep. I've seen that. Like I've seen that. And top hats of all varying materials. Like I've seen so many ridiculous things. Like I don't even know I don't, I don't even I don't know. I don't even know, even know how people get the picture for it. Like we can barely get a picture of the snake by itself still. How well, do you get it you're, with these people obviously have a much larger amount of time on their hands than we have. Because <laughs> first of all, they're making mini fucking hats for their snakes and mini mustaches, so they have the five hours to apply that with whatever. I don't know if it's fucking one side stick fucking mini mustaches for snakes I don't know. or a top hat that do not you super glue on top of it I and hope, the next shed will hope, come off. I, I don't hope know. they are not super gluing. <laughs> I'm thinking it's the little band, like the party hats you got when you're kids. Yeah. It has a little band. But on such a micro scale. Some people are skilled. It's a skill yeah. I do not All have. All I'm saying is, you know, find a better way. Yes, take up your there's time. a better way to get followers on Instagram than putting top I hats. I don't want to put clothes on my dog mm, either, so let's clarify that. I'm just all, I'm so, I'm con. Con animal clothes, clothes, animal clothes, period. Yeah. But yeah, I think dogs hate it a little bit less than snakes and bearded dragons. Well, everything's just putting up with it. That's my yeah. that's my point. I want I actually I would love to hear from someone who puts the top hats in the mustaches and I want to know yeah, like what is their reasoning? No. I would uh, I want to hear someone who does that. Someone who puts the mustaches, someone it who looks puts the top cute. hat is I want to that's your thinking. I want no, to know what, what they, they I want to know what they would say. It looks cute. So if anyone who's watching, I hope you're not because we're shitting on it. But if you uh, they, put, they already turned if off. you put <laughs> top hats and mustaches and wings on your reptiles, what is your reasoning? They might have good reason. I don't know. I can't think Sponsor of one. The show. I can't. <laughs> I can't think of a good reason. But or anyone who doesn't, can you think of a good reason why someone would put materials on there? Animal. Materials. I didn't know a word that encompasses it all. Because it is cold. Because it's beater dragon. sweater. Can you tell when a reptile is cold? <laughs> yes. They shiver. <laughs> no, they don't. I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they slowly <laughs> die. <laughs> that's, a, that's the real answer. Yeah, you can tell they're cold. They stop Because they die. Because <laughs> that's pretty much <laughs> the sign that they're cold. <laughs> yes. I've always wondered that because... Um, Watching videos on YouTube, I've seen people say that, oh, when, uh, I don't know if it's a bearded dragon or I can't remember what it is, a certain animal puffs up, that means they're like, 
really like what you're doing. And it's like, how much do we really no, know that's that? that's usually the opposite. Like, how, how, you know, some people are like, oh, wow. That Going was, real hard that was on a this great beer burp. already, you, dude. You're, you need to We're slow down. We're riled up. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. You know, people pet their reptiles and it gets puffed up and they're like oh look she really likes it but i'm like is there any way that we would she ever wants know more surface space for my pets that's why would it's we usually... ever is it possible for humans to ever really know what the reptile likes as uh, far as petting and what we how we do handle everything it? just deals with us our dogs even they're just whatever but man. i feel like dogs you can tell when they like they dixie you can tell not you anyone, can make not uh, some dog. dogs smile and <laughs> Where they don't know they're fucking smiling. You're <laughs> saying they're smiling, but smiling may not mean happy to them. That might be them showing their teeth ready to fucking bite your throat. So it's all okay. you're just. It's all what humans. You're personifying, mm-hmm. you know, animals. So you're thinking that you're making them into humans, giving them a human range of emotions, which animals are obviously on a different range, right? Yeah. Because they don't, like, have thumbs and drive cars and most of that stuff. They don't do most of that stuff. Okay. But do you think it's, I don't know, is it wrong for us humans to put those assumptions on reptiles? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Do you think people should not pet their bearded dragons? I don't know, man. I'm not a, I mean, the thing is, you know, you got to have fun with your pet and stuff like that. So it's, it's a thing where, like, I know that it doesn't benefit the animal in any way like some people think it does that, as p- that petting of, them benefits you know them? affection may benefit a reptile but it just doesn't so but how but, do you but know it, it doesn't we don't know if, either way we don't but if you, no animal in the wild wants to be fucked with that's why none of but them come some up are to like us. nurturing mother mother child they nurture their mammals maybe but nothing but no reptiles there's, not there's many no sort of nurturing animals that nurture even Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe alligators, you know, but that's not even really. They're just very intelligent for the the scope of reptiles. You want to talk while I try to keep? Um, your mom on YouTube said dogs do smile. So <laughs> Instagram world, do you think dogs? Re- I think dogs really smile. He's just as they Wrong. don't. Dogs, they may smile what you think. What we say is smiling. The physicality but- of the shape of the mouth may be the same but i don't know if it's the same thing but um on instagram someone mentioned viper keeper who's that or he's uh he keeps venomous reptiles and then he says silly stuff and okay i don't know <laughs> that was <laughs> a great I, description i don't know just um whatever you see popular youtubers do don't necessarily do that at home apparently he said a cobra arched up against his hand. It seemed like the snake didn't like it. He would shrink away if the snake didn't like it. Well, I think th- he's just using the snake's defense posture to... To say it likes it. To like... Yeah, no snake wants to... No but snake I understand that dude. question, and that would make sense in my head, too. Like, w- as far as the beater dragons or whatever. If they don't like right, what when, you're when doing... You're if they don't like what emotions. you're doing, why wouldn't they go... I think that's... An e- animal emotions either if they don't like it they run away so right. why and so you know the petting the beer dragons or whatever if they're not running away why wouldn't it be safe to assume that they like it i think it's safe to assume that they don't they may not feel threatened but that doesn't mean they like it yeah i don't think they like it 
I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what the beard dragon said. Um, someone said, I think dogs only look like they're smiling, but I wouldn't like, um, but I would like it if they really did. We all would. We all would like it if our dogs yeah, are really I think, smiling. I think you just automatically get in weird territory when you start putting human emotions on animals. But I think, I don't know how you not, how do you not do that? Yeah. I think it's, it's I think it's very, yeah. no, I think some people go too far with it. You know, they really do think their animal likes every single thing they're yeah, doing. Yeah, that's why they put top hats on them. But it's impossible to not put some sort of, you know, because that's the way we try to understand them. It's, you know, if we just didn't put any sort of emotion or whatever, we wouldn't fully understand them. And it's natural yeah. human emotion to try to understand things and how under- how things work and how to make things happy or feel better. Um. So yeah, I mean, I definitely think some people go too far, but just in general, I think reptiles leave them alone as much. That's so hard though. Like, why buy something just to leave no, it alone? Yeah. You know, I mean, like, it's nice when things allow you to hold them and stuff like that, but you don't know. But what is allow? Like, I don't. I don't know. think in order to thrive, they need you by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, okay, but I don't know. It's just your answer. Okay. Again, that was not our planned topic for today, but no, <laughs> we not at all. So, in the uh, like International British Herb Society, obviously not international, but fucking whatever British Herb Society decided that all shows in the UK or in Britain, mm-hmm. um, they can't have any of the carpet python morph jaguar, any spider ball pythons, or any of the enigma leopard geckos because that genetic trait comes with neurological issues now i know at least the shows in america at least the ones i've been to they don't have a lot of jungle carpets anyway do you think in england they have more and that's why they felt the need to make that law wait i'm sorry i was reading while you said that okay um, I was saying that in America, there's not a lot of jungle carpets at shows anyway, at least the ones. Jaguars, I've, not jungles. Sorry, jaguars. No, there's plenty of them in the United States. I li- okay, the shows I went to. But there's 100 million fucking spider ball pythons. Yes, those were there. Okay, right. so in England, they made a law against it that you cannot have those right. specific ones. And what was the gecko one? Enigma, which Ad- is... What is all that? essentially very similar traits. I mean, it's just a leopard gecko mutation. Leopard gecko okay. is, yeah. Okay. And you said because they have neurological issues. So, issues. Like, so what are those? Like a spider ball python will always do this weird like head movement back and forth and kind <laughs> of not, um, not looking like it's timed or anything. You just know that they're off for some reason. That something Sometimes just they'll off. like lay upside down. So it's something with um, like whatever keeps balance and stuff in their body or whatever okay. neurological thing. Like they'll miss food and stuff like that. Because they're, they're, they're bal- obviously their motor whatever, control is off. Yeah, so whatever allows them to get that lack in like melanin, which would be in spider ball pythons or even in jaguars, very similar looking morphs in different species. Mm-hmm. So whatever allows them to look like that also gives Has them this a side neurological effect. issue. And then both of them, when you breed, try to get a super spider, two spiders 
bred together, together mm-hmm. or two jaguars bred together creates a dead white snake. So this, the eggs usually won't develop fully. If they do, they hatch out and die pretty immediately, and they're all white snake. So whatever it's bringing it, the spider or the jaguar is bringing it halfway there saying – you're having this half retarded baby in the wild that would die immediately. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be a big deal. Right. So, but, but now they're breeding together. And if you know, okay, is it a hundred percent chance that when you get it, when you make a Jaguar, it's going to have that. I'm sick of people breeding Jaguars together. Breeding well, that's what I'm understanding. That's what I understand. That you can make a super when over and over again. It's like, have you not fucking seen what? But been before going that, I'm asking about the level years. before that. Okay, so a super spider is going to be dead, but a, just a regular spider by itself is going to have the neurological motor issues. Right. But I'm saying, is it hundred percent? What hundred percent? That you're going to get those. 100%. So then, why do why do people, people even will make say that them? it's not? It is one hundred thousand percent. It's Every going to have that. It's going to have that issue. So then, why? Yeah, why do people even make them? And even more, if you make cool. them, why try to sell them? Like, if I know. Well, the thing is, it's not going to be something for the most part that um, affects the animal as far as when you're keeping them in captivity because. If you're keeping ball pythons, you're in a fucking sweater box its whole life, and you're feeding it food in front of its head, you know. So it doesn't. And when it's it not misses an issue. three times, it's not a big. It's not a big deal. But it'll. But with that neurological issue, it will still live it a full yeah, life. Full it's, healthy life. It will still eat. It's feeding. You know, it'll still eat fine and everything. So it's just that. Right. Okay. Well, then that makes me kind of want to change my view on it, because it's. It's, it's like not a, life it's like a right. It's a it's like a birth defect. Yeah, but it's like think about it in other ways. Do you want to breed for birth defects? I wouldn't do it at a large scale. Probably, you know, I wouldn't produce <laughs> only a couple. I wouldn't produce a thousand. But who? Yeah. If you if it if there's the other benefits that it looks nice, which you have to. That's a big factor. Yeah, there's in snake a level breeding. of greed with it. Yeah. You, you know, that's a that's a huge thing. You. Why do most people breed ball pythons? Because they look nice, you know? So if it looks nice and it's going to live a full life, if it's going to eat normal, uh, that, I don't know. Now it kind of doesn't, it's not a huge deal to me. Well, we're not really, we don't know the quality of life ourselves. We're not. We know what it looks like. (laughs) You know, a snake can't tell us what they feel and what they're thinking. And spiders, spiders, if any ball pythons, probably aren't thinking much. As oh. well as jaguars, but okay, we're getting behind on Instagram. Wait, wait. So, well, I didn't read we those. Were, we just need to move the topic. So, I mean, okay. So someone said my spider ball python almost always messes up on the first strike, but he figures it out. He never lays on his back. Yeah, I mean, there's there's levels of there's there's no. They don't all look. It doesn't all look. It the doesn't same. go to zero, but they go from like fifty to a hundred. You know, of where the snake doesn't have much of a wobble to it. But mm-hmm. and then you have some that are completely out of it. Just a stronger defect. Right. And that's probably just over time being bred and bred. So 
I think it's definitely something that the I seller think, should advertise to well, the buyer. And everyone knows 100%. who's really into it. But, but right, but, it, who don't. but that's the thing. People who aren't really into it come to these shows. And so, you know, I think you They're should. They're buying a pet and don't know that this comes with it. And then they may think there's something wrong with their and snake. And bring it or, to the vet and waste money and all that. Yeah. But so I think oh. it's definitely, if you are going to breed it, I think it's a responsibility of the breeder to advertise that they're like hey this is what's going on but you're a ball python breeder and you have two thousand genes to to pick from why do you, why don't you pick just that skip one? that one <laughs> and just there's probably shit that does the same fucking bullshit and just just breed a woma to a fucking flat firefly does that Mojave, look similar fucking whatever don't know cream puff yo-yo Someone said breeding a spider ball python is knowingly purposely breeding something with a neurological def- deficiency. Not cool. I yeah. I I and it agree. Was one I of understand the first mutation. Though. I understand people's stance on that. I now totally you understand. Have, you have too much too much shit to pick from. Just pick something else. Why well, pick something that you know is going to have a defect when you have right. something? Does it really? I I don't know what they look like. Is there other morphs that look similar to it? The ones you just said. not not exactly, and I mean it is very cool looking, but you're also being very very selfish when you say this is cool looking, so I'm not going to. But do you think it's the right of the herp society to infringe that law on people when it's not something that's life threatening to the snake? Um, I would say, and this is just personal opinion because probably because I don't have ball pythons or. I mean, I don't have Jaguar carpets also, but that's why I haven't gotten them. I like the way because that they look. Because what's the point? <laughs> but, like, I don't want to perpetuate that in snakes. So, mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, but what's it's what's the reach of the Herp I'm Society? You know what I mean? What it, is the, what what's the level that Herp Society should go into people's. Well, there's, there are none here that are that encompassing, like, that would be able to do something like that. But. I think that was just a main ploy from the person whoever puts on the show and the Herb Society, you know, them convincing them to stop doing to that. To stop it. Just like, I mean, they're much more forward in their laws with shows and stuff like that where everything's got to be opaque, they can't see each other, all this other stuff. Right. So So this is they're not saying that you can't breed it. They're just saying you can't bring them to the shows. Yeah. Okay, so... I mean, that's not bad because it's the shows aren't your your only way of selling. You know, there's multiple other avenues to sell. So it's not like it it doesn't it doesn't hurt. Okay, if it had been if they had said, you know, stop breeding it completely, I think that would have been too far that they would have reached. But if they're just saying don't bring it to the don't bring it to our show. It's just one show. Whatever else, just don't bring it to our show. Okay, I yeah, I don't think. I mean, they're able to do whatever. Honestly, man, if I put on my own show, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would go for the neurological issues. I never really thought of that before. But I would say if you have lizards, they should be able to be the full length of their body. They shouldn't be in a half circle the whole time. Your fucking rhino iguana shouldn't be in a fucking tub. Get something reasonable to where the animal's not curled up for eight hours a day. At the show. I agree. Right. Now, again, so, not life-threatening, but, that but that's just... Rule. Right. That's it's, just being a decent human. But it's just 
I know it's hard because and then everyone will bitch because God forbid I have to spend more money on these fucking reptiles that shouldn't be worth anything, but they're worth a shit ton <sighs> of money. And you bitch about fucking getting a little bit bigger You're display so for rude. it. So rude. You're so rude. Well, but it's I think it's hard for reptile shows to decide how many rules you want to infringe because then people are going to stop coming here. Then breeders are going to stop coming to your shows and then you're fucked. You right. Know I, I mean? mean, that's why you got to hold everyone to a higher standard. I mean, but if you have that, that database, it, there's so many breeders. So you say I hold a higher standard. Everyone else can fuck off. And but you then can they're going to say fuck tables. you and you're not going to they're not going to come to your show. Yeah, but fuck them. If they if that's why we need to do a cleaning of all the fucking the people who suck dick. Oh my god! The fucking and there's plenty of them <laughs> in the so industry. Terrible. You're so mean. Stop being a piece of okay, shit and let's make a good fucking. You can't just say all shows across the board no. change your rules. No, but I'm saying if you put on a show yourself. I don't think it's going to go that way. I think if you raise your standards, I don't think people are going to all other shows. You'd be like, okay, like let's do it too. No, no, no they're going to, I don't think, I don't care. I just wouldn't personally <laughs> do that. All the other shows could go fuck themselves. I just don't think you're going to have a show. I think if you force people to buy all these bigger display things, they're going to be like, no, there's a million other shows. Let me, I'm going to go to go those. Fuck yourself. You're not you're not getting what I'm saying. Absolute, you're not going to have a show. No one is going to come. Yes, I would find the good people because they know that it's it's a step up. So everyone would be attracted to that because the 75 percent who are up here couldn't give a shit about the 25 percent people that are down there. They're going to say, you know what? Like, yeah, we can meet your standard easily because we're not scumbags in the first place. So you have the best breeders whether or not they're big names or whatever, they're still the best breeders. But think about the best breeders it's pretty next, much only go to level. Tinley. That is the best. Yeah, but there's also dog shit <gasps> breeders there. There's also like, pieces you, of fucking if your shit show, there. If your show is Little Lone Star Reptile Show in Arlington, Texas, yeah. you cannot raise your standards and expect little small I'm, little breeders there i wouldn't to still be lone star and but then again even then i mean where do you put your where do you when you sleep at night where are your morals <laughs> baby i can promise you when people sleep at night they're not thinking oh i didn't make those people have bigger display cases no that's not what people are thinking yeah about. but they're fucking <laughs> that's, yeah but that's, what they're doing is selling short just to make money so it's the reptile shows you think are selling short i no, think i mean they're just trying to they don't give i think they're trying to appease breeders to to get the most breeders into their show right which is good for the reptile community if you only have four breeders versus having 40 well maybe we need four and get the other fucking 36 out of it someone said but should we have shows if they are full of uncomfortable reptiles agreeing with you raising the standards (laughs) of the show can also raise the standards of the buyers hobby and everything thank you 
I understand in a utopia, yes, that's how it worked. You raise your standards and then everyone would follow. But we're not talking about fucking making naturalistic vivariums <laughs> for every single one, putting a water bowl in there. We're just talking about being a decent the what I would consider the lowest level of decency, which would be having right, so appropriate size display yeah, cases for lizards. I mean, snakes are meant to be in a coil, correct? Yes. Lizards aren't exactly. I'm not disagreeing with the fact that that's how it should be. I'm disagree. I'm thinking realistically. You just don't think I it's just realistic. don't. I, yeah, I just don't think realistically that people. I'm I'm playing the devil's advocate a little bit, and I just don't think, I don't know the right, I don't know if just changing your rules is the right way to go about it. I don't know what the right way is. Well, you would obviously have to, along with changing your rule, rules, also do a shit ton of marketing and personal relations and shit like it's that gonna to take make a lot. people still show up. Right, it's going to take a lot on up. the reptile show's effort to, to reach out to that, you know, the, the breeders who are willing to do it. You know, it's, it takes a lot more in the reptile show I side. mean, and the thing is that most of the people in the hobby, 90% of them can pick a few names that are get the fuck out of my show and don't have them Whoa. anymore. Yes. Whoa. So it's like everyone knows who is the fucking pieces of shit. Are it's reptile just no shows, one do they, are they, cho- like, are they just like come one, come, like if you have the money, you can come, kind of anyone can come? Yeah. Really, there's no sort of, they don't, they don't, uh... I mean, some, back in the day, I think, used to do all captive, born and bred, and all this stuff, but I don't think that really happens. They don't do any, uh, what's the word, I'm trying, research isn't the word, any sort of, like... I love rare reptiles, so, like, I wouldn't make an all captive, born and bred show, but I know people who import who are dog shit and who aren't, and I want the people who are good doing it and treat their animals and stuff like that. Wait, why wouldn't you make an all captive, born and bred show? Explain that again. Because I really like rare reptiles, and some of the only species that are present in the hobby are import. Like they wouldn't have bred it out, bred out the next line that was kind of. But there may be like one person who's breeding this particular animal in and captivity. all the rest so, were imported. So if I could say, hey, DM Exotics, you're coming because I know that you're top notch, and I want to throw out a specific name, but you. Fuck off. You. you. Let me just. <laughs> you go fuck off. So it's like the people, there's people who do it right, whichever which way, mm-hmm. and people who don't. And like on, they said on Instagram, like there would be an initial drop off. But I think marketing and getting it out there and showing people why we're doing this and the reason why you would create a higher standard. Everyone would get behind that because they realize the bigger picture. So then. So you say, I'm not the scumbag, so why do I care? Mm -hmm. Another possibility, I don't know, is you create a wider gap between the good shows and the bad shows. You'll end up with your shows that everyone's good, and then there'll be, you know what I mean? There'll be the low ones that can't afford to charge people or to make people change will just be complete dog shit people. Oh, they already exist. There's complete... (laughs) Do I mean, you, but do you understand like, what I mean? I feel like the gap there, there would be right now. There's some middle that are mixed good people and bad people, and I feel yeah. like that. I mean, again, I agree. Over time, I think it would help, but initially, I think it would be it, you would create a huge gap between these are the good ones and then these are the all the shit people well, who couldn't get into the good one. 
art in that one. And you I know mean, what I but mean? Hamburg's always gonna be there. So what's you Hamburg? Can fucking <laughs> there if you go to Tinley and then go to fucking Hamburg. What is which Hamburg? Is the Pennsylvania one. Okay. It's bad. It's like uh, Gaboon Vipers and Deli Cups or, you know. But that's weird because I feel like there's a lot of big snake people in Pennsylvania, you know, that are well-respected snake people. So it's very interesting that there would be a bad show there. Yeah. Do those well-respected snake people who live in Pennsylvania not, they don't go to the shows? Nah, no, because they're scared of getting fucking mites and shit. Because it's fucking dog shit. Sorry, Hamburg people. But fuck. Okay. Are we getting <laughs> lost on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So he said if they want to participate, they need to be humane. I was a little shocked the first time I saw full-size chameleons and deli cubs at a show. Yeah. We saw that. Yeah. It's like especially chameleons, which are not very, like, pliable animals. They can't, they can't roll they're like, like not, They're <laughs> they're clunky <gonna> as fuck. <laughs> and, like, you need to have that animal in at least, like, a ref breeze where it's going to have some... And you're going to display it better. People are going to buy it because it looks good. It doesn't look all fucking crouched People over. are buying it already. I think people are already buying it. Right. But, I mean, you're going to have a much better chance at an animal that's displayed well than one fucking stuck in a deli cup. Um, which is anonymous. She lives, I'm assuming it's a she, which is, lives in Dallas. We live in Dallas, too, <laughs> by the way. Um, he's, she said, we have the Reptarium. We have which a video been, on our YouTube yes, channel of us at the Reptarium. Even though a lot of people complain about the sound on that video. Yes, we went to the Reptarium, um, and they have higher standards for breeders and buyers alike. And I agree, I agree with that. But you know what the funny thing is? Someone commented on that video, remember? Yeah. And said that, and like fiercely criticized the Reptarium. Yeah, it's the computer. It's the internet. So, <laughs> fucking DFW Reptarium, they're all pretty much naturalistic um, vivariums, and they're all pretty much housed singly, singularly to an extent. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, there's some that are together, but... But those are very you, small. You gotta know that when someone has a business or... Uh, that's gonna happen. And then also, everyone complains about how high their prices is, are their prices is mm-hmm, their prices but, are i do agree but, th- but what they're doing is buying from people like us mm-hmm. and trying to make profit on it what they're not doing is offering people like us half the price and only to sell it for double for double and make mm-hmm. money what they're doing is being ethical on both ends which they're paying is full price from small breeders keeping the animal correctly and doing all that and I mean, they definitely have high margin on the live animals, but also, you know, provide good service and they actually know what they're doing. They have a bunch of they're people knowledgeable, who are knowledgeable. And I think that's a good example of a place that does it correctly. Right. That everything could take precedence of like or they could be used as an example for a lot of the. Right fucking pet stores i think you could fault them you You could fault them for their prices if they were getting them at you know dirt cheap prices but But they're not right no 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 that's what i'm saying i'm saying like those people who criticize the prices of reptarian because they're not selling for us they're selling for the regular consumer who at petco is paying five hundred dollars for a bullshit that fucking hasn't eaten yet ever and has fucking a year and a half of stuck shed on it. So, <laughs> or they're paying no PetSmart. What do they call them? Fancy 
fancy pythons. We were buying fancy <laughs> that's, fucking. That's what PetSmart's little label is: fancy pythons. Which makes no sense because do a little bit of research, just a little, little, little tiny bit of research, and you know that you can get this. Know what morph it is for half the price from a responsible person who will help you out rather than I go to PetSmart and I ask for a knoll and then they fucking give me this whole fucking story about keeping reptiles and shit. And like you try to bite your tongue and be like, shut your fucking mouth. But rude, very rude. But you know, I mean, I also don't fault reptariums for charging higher prices when you you know, there's other options. You know what I mean? It's PetSmart. Talk to their employees and then talk to the people at DFW Reptarium or go to PetSmart and see how they keep their animals in compared to them. So mm-hmm. it's like they're they are charging you much more money but because they're giving you such a better knowledgeable of a service. So. Right. So you're you're paying for your service there and they have such a greater variety of reptiles than PetSmart has. Like, yeah. And the, yeah, just everything. But hey, Jack. Uh, hi, Jack. Bash, <laughs> um, bash Chaser Three. It's great. You never know unless it's bass or bass. You know, there's no fine distinction. You but chase, if he's chasing you it. It's chase, definitely a bass, uh, a like bass. a fish. Yeah. Basses they generally oh, stay oh put God. for the most. That wasn't part. funny. Good I think one. you were trying to make a joke, and it wasn't. No, funny. not really. I was just making an observation. Mm, yeah. Okay. That was more funny. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know. So maybe like, other people I found it funny. So you, but okay. Back to the reptile shows. As far as raising the standards, do you think it has to start from the top? Like Tinley, in Chicago, is widely known like that's one of why the you have best to have high, high standard. One no, that's what I'm saying. Do you think it has to start with the big big shows like Tindy, Tinley raising Tindy. their standard? I can't talk. Tinley raising their standards and it will trickle down to the. Do you think it has to start at the top? Doesn't have to. All you gotta do is make yourself be at the top, motherfucker. You can't just click your heels and be at the top. This it is doesn't my, work like my that. My view on all of this is that if I did it, not saying I'm going to, if I did it, I. If you what? Started, I clicked your heels and started the best reptile show. I think that's what you're acting like. You would just start one tomorrow and it'd be no, the best. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is I'm 25. I'm on the right side of history. <laughs> Meaning, like, I have time. <laughs> A, number one requirement, Possibly. time. B, I know that this is where the ball's going, not necessarily where the ball is. Okay. C, I have you know a way to get it out there i have instagram i have podcasts to market all this shit right Mm -hmm. and then also i know people in the industry who are not scumbags because i try to as much as possible filter out scumbags as they come because there are plenty of them Mm -hmm. there are many many people but there's also very 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 good people so you create relationships with obviously the best of the best and then having that personal connection, they're going to come to your show if you're saying, I can think I can provide, you know, a certain amount of crowd for you. What you would want to do is create, you know, obviously a good market. You want all your vendors to make money. Mm-hmm. So I think that someone could do it and start from the bottom. And that's how they would break through. If you're just starting just another reptile show, I think 
that you're not going to, you know, you're just one in a million. There's so many reptile shows right. now. I think if you actually did that cleaner show, higher standard, you would stand out. And people, even though some people who are old, they're going to die. I'm 25. <laughs> By the time I'm 50, they're all fucking dead or out of the hobby. So oh you're on the right side of history. Even if you're not good now, you'll be good in 20 years because everyone believes in humane treatment and keeping of animals at that point. Because it's only going one way. So old people don't it's care only, about huma- not, humanity. We're not going. Old people doesn't care. Uh, d- don't care about humanity. Is that what you're saying? All I'm saying is that a lot of the older old school guys do certain things. And what I think is that everyone younger is going in a different direction than what is happening now. So I think that if you did that, it may not pan out in five years, Okay, maybe 10 years, but you'll definitely be because Tinley wasn't the first big show. What was the first big show? The first big show was Orlando slash Daytona, which turned into to Daytona because Florida has everything because Florida because that's where everyone was smuggling (laughs) reptiles to but Mm -hmm. we decided as an industry and because NARBC slowly built up Mm -hmm. that this was a better option than fucking getting green iguanas smuggled in from fucking Daytona and Orlando (laughs) yeah so it's like as an industry whether it was conscious or not it slowly happened because there higher standards and just it was put together better and it was much more of a conference feel okay as far as like the the u.s arc auction and stuff like that so i think there's ways to put it because it was better it was just better do you think okay what what category do you put u.s arc in is it a herb society is it no i mean it's just it's just straight up and the only way for it to be effective is to be straight up like it is all it it's so thing is to keep our rights as keepers of reptiles so okay u.s are united states what does it stand for <laughs> united states association of reptile keepers united states association of reptile keepers right. okay do you think u.s arc or some other society could ever do something like the british herb society and put Rules. No, no, because all they're doing is adding rights to reptile keepers. They don't take away, which which I agree with. I think we should have all those rights, but only a few people. But is there? Do you think there's any? So there's no society that today could do what the British Heart Society did. There, there's no one who's who is big enough to take away. Rights from US reptile is keepers. way too, um, like, think separated money forward. Oh. It's way too, uh, like, commercial first. As far as, like, we're the by far the most friendly, not in the world, but, like, in the developed world, first world, you know, the most friendly business. Oh, business. Country. I thought yeah. you were going to say, like, f- friendly in general. I was about to be like, Absolutely not. Americans no, no, are not no. For businesses. Okay. Unless you're like China where they're like, you know, whatever flies. <laughs> but um, but it's, you know, we have you the mean, necessities, but we're not. We're not super strict on. So like the reptile stuff. business in the U.S. is kind of like all businesses in the U.S., meaning like we have some. We're not the strictest, mm-hmm, but we're, we're not, not the, the loosest, loosest, but we're kind of in, in the, the middle. middle to where, you know, it could be better. It could be worse, you know, whatever. Right. Um, okay. A couple of things. 
So... Primal Roots is going to NARBC this year. What should I expect? Is he going I to mean, Tinley? If you're going to Tinley, <gasps> we'll it's be different there. Than, than Arlington. I mean, we'll, we go to that one as well. But um, Tinley is seeing everyone that you could ever imagine in the reptile community, like all the big people. It's the it's, top 75% and then some shitty people it's throughout. It's like the one... No, there's like one shitty person. I could point oh. him out if you're oh, there. Oh, you're just you're so. talking about one specific person. <laughs> oh, oh not- he's going to Pomona, which is a cool one in California. Oh, I didn't. But know I, there I've was never one. been to Pon- the Pomona Super Show, but I've heard that it's really cool. But I mean, that one's obviously going to have all the big people from the West Coast. If you want to go to a place that's going to have everyone from everywhere, Tinley is the way Tinley to go. Tinley is the way to go. But I only know because I've been to Tinley and I've been to Arlington. Haven't been to Pomona, but in Tinley, it is like. It's like a co- it's like a real life conference, you know, much more professional people than everywhere. the other ones, mm-hmm. and people everywhere that you've heard of or you've seen somewhere, and you're We're like, holy shit! And it's like you s- just feel like you're in the reptile community, like you're <laughs> like, this is awesome! Like I feel pretty you good feel about whatever's it. going on, mm-hmm. and then you're really pumped up that it exists. That you you're know? there and you're a yeah. part of it. Um, Bass Chaser asked earlier, what do you think is the best web? Bass. Bass. Asked, what do you think the best website for buying pythons is? Would you say? Morphmarket.com. Morphmarket. You are, you need to like get some stock in them. I just feel like you are, like everyone who asks you like pumping them. There's other podcasts who who are fucking, uh, what are you, sponsored by them. Okay. That are sponsored by them. Oh, Morph Market does sponsor people? Right, right. But I just do that. It's kind of a cop out because I can't go through the good breeders, the bad breeders. If you're looking for a ball python, like people like Garrick DeMeyer mm-hmm. are great and Justin Cabelka, but it can sometimes be higher end stuff. So Morph Market, you can find smaller breeders. Gonna give you a personal, more of a personal feel. Well, I so want them to sponsor us. Out. We have recommended yeah. that website to at least ten people this week. Like we deserve you heard. some sponsorship from them. And Repta hats. Oh, well, that's not real. <laughs> um, so someone brought up that um, Americans are way more fierce about protecting their rights. I agree with that. Right. Where we don't want someone to take away. If anything, yeah, we don't want to take away anything we always want to we don't I like mean, stuff being no taken what, away the way the world works at this point in the united states is you only get rights taken away at this point <laughs> they don't ever go back so well it, it depends what it on what your views are what your god-given rights are um but god they also <laughs> they also said mean? you run out of your beers you don't get another yeah, one yes yeah, so you drank three i'm still well, on my first one you don't get another one but in, and they said in England, live feeding is illegal. Is I illegal. did not know that. Absolutely ridiculous. Why? For <laughs> what purpose? Because people don't have a fucking a clue of how nature works. They, I mean, what is it? They think it's inhumane to uh, live feed? It's humane. <sighs> Does that, like, who gives a shit if you live? You know what I mean? Like, why do they care? Well, the thing is, it's happening anyway. For anyone who has ball pythons, there's plenty of people in the UK with ball pythons, and they're doing it anyway. Maybe they don't want people to just like go off the street and pick it, but people aren't doing no, that. Any no, people aren't that's doing not that. Why they? It's suffering. People don't want suffering anywhere. <laughs> England's okay. That's that just seems crazy. Um, they're going to the San Diego Super Show, so it's different. I've heard the, it's, a li- it's a smaller than Pomona, but I heard it's still pretty good. 
Okay. And then he asked if you ever come to the Florida Repticons. No, I've never been to Repticon. Um, is Repticon the one? I forget. We've talked about this, but. I forget. Herps and Repticon. I'm not sure what the good one is, but I think the Repticon is the is the weird one. I'm not sure. What do you mean is weird? There's one that's dog shit and there's one that's <laughs> not. And I don't remember. <laughs> Which one? Repticon may be the good one. It might be the bad one. I don't know. And but then there's you'll one. see. It's in Florida. It's there's one that's just sure called it's Herps. a sight to be seen. Yeah, hurts. I feel like anything, any show in Florida is a sight to be seen because just yeah. Florida has just so, so much so going on. So Primal Roots asked, when did reptile shows start? Um, I know, like, my dad brought me to the White Plains show, I think, in, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So that one's been still going on, still one of the best shows. I mean, doesn't hold the candle to, like, the NAR- NARBCs of today, but still a decent show. And you don't know of but any I before think the nineties? Orlando, I mean, I'm sure Orlando's probably been, been going, going on since like the late eighties, maybe early nineties. I don't really know. I wasn't alive. I can only imagine them like bringing their little red heat lamps to the shit, like all that shit we that they bought, would post. With. I remember buying a lizard at White Plains, and us not knowing what it is, and I don't think the guy who sold it to us knew <laughs> what it was. <laughs> But we bought like that would not. Ne- I hope that doesn't happen. That would today. never it's happen terrible. today. <laughs> but um, we just had this lizard, and they're like, "Yeah, you can keep with an iguana." Like it's fucking retarded so to, by today's very, standards. Very but yeah, no one knew what the fuck was going on. They just put shit in their socks and brought it over, and everything was good. But um, um, which is anonymous says it's also dangerous for your python, especially if you can't strike right. I mean, to an extent. I mean, if you have a healthy ball python, you see that they eat. That's fine. If you leave it in there after they don't eat, obviously it's more dangerous. Okay. Sometimes they do sustain bites, and that is what it is. I mean, they're scaled animals. They're meant to take bites. Mm-hmm. But you obviously want to mitigate that risk. But for the most part. So you think that's why England made that law? Just but to, if you can. To if, rid no. out people who are. Oh. No. Okay. No, they made it. I don't want to see a little mouse. That made me think of something as going back to things that pissed us off on Instagram this week. I saw someone post a picture of their snake in the the mouse they gave them. And they were like, it's four days after I put this mouse in there. They've been sleeping together. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're why would you leave a They're mouse? Friends. In, why would you leave it in there for four days? And the person was like, this is the second time this is happening. So obviously you're doing something wrong like if you like it just it made no sense to me why that person wasn't like oh this isn't how this works maybe i should try something different like their their ball pythons just on a feed strike because it's winter and then all of a sudden they have rats but like in what world would it make sense to leave a mouse in the tub for four days like when you don't when you don't understand how animals work so you don't understand that a mouse gets hungry pretty much right. immediately is gonna start eating your snake but is that a, is there a high chance of mouses eating snakes i mean oh. once they get hungry mouses don't give a fuck you ever see like they eat through your mattress and shit mouse mice don't give a fuck no i have not seen that yeah savages that's pretty crazy watch uh the documentary rats by mergen Morgan Spurlock. Don't think I have any interest. Fucking savages, these animals. Um, Bass Chaser said, are there any good reptile shows to go to in Orlando, and what would you recommend, or that you would recommend? I have no idea. I think there's a Repticon in Orlando, but 
once uh, like i said 50 50 chance whether it's the shitty show or not i don't remember Where, how far is daytona from orlando isn't there I think one in daytona the dog shit i think herps is a, is herps a good is show the good if you want to look up there's a bunch of herps through uh florida i believe they're kind of more in the um what do you call that panhandle we're like, we're like destin is and all that shit they'll like the gulf area area panhandle yeah sure okay that's the straight oh, part whatever, man. <laughs> that's where they are sometimes um they said yeah i've seen pics of what happens when live feeders attack snakes but that's when people don't supervise right yeah it's you like, take them out after but it's like bad things can happen if you fu- if you don't do it right no Just matter be what you know what i mean around, yeah sometimes snakes refuse and if it's live it's needed to get the meeting the only issue i've ever had with the reptarium was that one of the teenagers there got super excited to kill two rats for me he was giggling <laughs> I, I know. I, I think yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I about. know who you're talking about, but... Um, <laughs> I definitely Yeah, know. I don't like... I also, like, went to a rap reader this one time. She's like, no, I don't do CO2. Like, I just leave them out in the cold until they die. <gasps> it's like, you're a scumbag. Like, Whoa. it's different with reptiles. Reptiles, their systems shut down. Even though if you freeze them quickly, um, their nerves will... Like, there'll be some pain. But with for the rats? most part, reptiles... If you cool them off and then put them in the freezer, they don't generally like feel much pain per they se. They just die. But um, with mammals, they for sure die slow and painfully. So don't do that. She would just like put them in the freezer and yeah, call it or a she's day. like, or I just slam them against the thing, <gasps> you know. But yeah, you're kind of a little bit of a savage if you well, do that. Well, that's what that's so. That what you want to do is go to people who humanely euthanize animals, which is going to be like CO two and shit like that. So, I mean, maybe it's possible. That's why England did that is to yeah, you're take out the savages right, from to, well, themselves, to, right, to but take people out are still going to be savages. To take out the chance that people are going to do things the, bad, the yeah, wrong way. Savages will be savages. And so. in some cases, I think it's good to do that. You know, some But if you had some type of supervised uh, or just... A knowledge, a system where everyone's knowledgeable, which is impossible, then you don't have to protect people from themselves. They just have to be a decent amount of Human not being. retarded. Also, how do you even enforce that law? Is my question. You don't. Is it That's even, why everyone is it right. Anyway. Is it even enforceable to not live no, feed? Because but I people still breed rats. But you can't buy live ones. There's no live Maybe, ones who know. sell because it's only i'm assuming you people you know if you are live feeding in england i'm assuming you breed the rats on your own yeah which ugh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. props to anyone who can handle that i can't handle yeah, fuck that. live rats no not not for me so but much so much nicer to not to not do rats. it yeah frozen but if you have animals that consistently need live prey then i understand do you think it would ever be possible to like years down the line, generations and generations, to get every snake on a frozen thawed if you consistently. No, because we're. And if anyone's on Instagram, we're about to get cut off in a minute 40. But if you go to Port City Pythons on YouTube, that's actually going to have much better um, audio quality and shit like or that. On and Facebook. then you can still comment there on YouTube because that's actually kinetic, connected to our mics. If you're looking on Instagram, you're just getting the well, but the I don't know if experience. YouTube does it. If, YouTube like, if, does it through the mics. But if you're on your phone, can you watch YouTube lives on your phone? Is what I'm saying. Like if they're like I don't know. not I think near they just a computer. Made it so you can do YouTube live on your phone. Okay, well, go to YouTube. 
because it's what ending the fuck in a minute. Were you um. Oh, I was saying generations like down the line. Do you think you could not get everything. every? S- not because we haven't even gotten to the point where we can have them on mice in general because so many reptiles in the wild just eat other reptiles or eat you know. But after time and time of captive born bread, you don't think it'd be possible? Yeah, but you're kind of saying like. If we just keep on feeding humans concrete, like, are they going to start being concrete <laughs> eaters? <laughs> no. no, that is way different. But you're trying that to say that is way different because we don't eat none of no humans eat concrete. Some snakes eat mice. So you could say if you make every. Yeah, but most. Yeah, but you're painting snakes with the same brush. So it's like, why can't I? They're all snakes. I don't know if chimps are eating the same exact thing we are, but I think that, what was I saying? (laughs) Meaning that if these snakes are eating only cold-blooded animals, I don't think it's easy to say you're just going to eat warm-blooded prey now. I think those are very different things. I don't know. In my head, if you do it for long enough, if you know you're keeping them well, for that's long your enough, head, that it will so make we haven't. <laughs> you haven't up. seen that through, but I've kind of. You seen haven't that seen through it through either. I've had animals that wouldn't want to get over. Like we have one right now. We had to feed the corn. Yeah, snake but anoles. maybe the next. You know. Wh- okay, so you feed the corn snake anoles, and then eventually you will get it onto mice. Hopefully. And then the ne- but then the next level, the one that that. The babies of that one, and then we'll still get closer and closer and closer. No, not not necessarily. There's still rogue motherfuckers out there. Okay, can we agree? It's a possibility. I mean, they get better, but it's not going to be a hundred percent. Nothing's a hundred percent all the time. Okay. Lilypad said, "Is there something I can do within?" With an uneaten rodent from a ball python, is there a way to preserve it? I mean, if it's live, no. If it's frozen, also no. Because once you thaw it out, you're opening it up to bacteria and stuff like that. Just refreezing it isn't a good option. Give it to another one. Couldn't you just give yeah, it to another animal? Yeah, I mean, but if you only have one. Oh, what you want to hope is you have a king snake or an olive pie. He'll just eat anything. Um, Yeah, that kind of sucks to just throw it away. Yeah, I always hate doing that. Like, if I have to, why is my why is my, vo- my voice never cracks except fucking doing this? Because you're nervous. Yeah, so you're nervous. nervous. <sighs> how many how many animals do you think you have to throw away, or rodents do you think you have to throw away in a week? I always aim low the first time. So you do less. Yeah. So okay. I account for certain ones that I may be on the fence of. Mm-hmm. And then I will thaw out more in the future if that's what I need to do. Okay. Um, usually I throw out pretty much zero mice unless I put them over there overnight. And then I see that the snake didn't eat it overnight. And then so, you just have to throw it away. So then, yeah, I have to throw that away. But otherwise, I usually know the snakes, what's going to definitely eat, what's going to not. I mean, and then. And the longest you would leave something in there is overnight, right? You wouldn't ever yeah. go longer than that. You'll know if something's in there longer than that. Because you'll smell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it won't be good. So once it's overnight, you throw it out to whatever. But That sucks. Yeah, but it is a uh, cost of doing business, you know? Yeah, I mean, just you got to you, you hope they eat and that it just doesn't happen. You're taking Life would be great if they ate 100% all the time, for sure. Maybe one day they will. <laughs> I don't know. Um... She said, 
Why do ball pythons and boas have such different personalities? How do they evolve to have such different instincts? Their, her boas are amazingly interactive, but obviously ball pythons are the opposite of that. Right. They're balls. Yes. So, I mean, part of the reason, if you have a... if you're taking a ball python versus a boa. Ball pythons live in termite mounds and do nothing most of their lives. Um, boas, for the most part, are going to be semi-arboreal. They're going to be hunting prey a lot. They're going to be moving around. So when you hold them, you're going to have a boa that moves around a lot more. Ball pythons don't necessarily do that. Unless they get comfortable, then they may move around some. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, they're just going to be... It's just because in the wild, they don't have to It's natural instincts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, plus... There's so many factors, meaning, you know, ball pythons are eons away from being a boa. You know, your boas are going to be mostly in the New World. So over here, your South America, Central America, even into Mexico. And ball pythons so, are where? And ball pythons are in Africa. And then most of the pythons are going to be over in Australia, New Guinea, Papua, okay. Papua New Guinea, mm-hmm. all that other shit. So, and boas are obviously going to be... Um, viviparous what does that mean so they're going to give birth to live prey and then pythons are going to be oviparous right but does the lay eggs but does that affect their personality no no, i'm just trying to get the give differences they're going to be very different from each other and i mean they just evolve differently that's because of location that's a big factor right yeah just everything especially there's so many um like island localities of boas that feed almost exclusively on birds and only because that's what they had access to. So of course those animals are going to be a little bit more arboreal, a little bit more, um, you know, in a mode of hunting than something that just waits around to, right. they may wait around, but they wait around more in trees and stuff like that, waiting for birds to come. It's very interesting. It's, I mean, I have to remind myself like evolution is over millions and millions of years but it, i just think about you know like humans at one point all had to hunt and we're not that way anymore and we've evolved but that's over lots of i was just thinking of other things that had to hunt and, and like on a spectrum of time between we haven't you know that's such a small right. blip to where like you but know, still thousands and thousands of years. What do we start years. farming like 4,000 years right, ago? Right, but it's, though? I mean, to us, it's still a lot of time. So, like, think, you Yeah, know, but 4,000 years in the realm of the universe okay, is like a Okay, but think about point. boas and pythons. In another 4,000 years, they might be closer together. Uh, the captive-born bred if ones. If anything, they're going further apart. Oh, uh, the captive-born bred ones might be... Well, the thing is that we're seeing differences in them, and we only started this in, like, the 80s. Really? So in cold-blooded reptiles, I mean, they evolve faster than mammals in the first place. Okay. So I think we are taking it to the next level by captive breeding and captive breeding for certain things. So we're going to make this process a lot quicker faster. than it would be in nature. Mm-hmm. So it should be. We've only been doing this since like the 80s, really. People only captive-born bred since the 80s? People just took them out of the wild in the ba- and back in the day. They didn't give a fuck. I, I can't imagine people. People had to do it before. Take care of snakes. Some zoos, like one of them. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck, That's really. That's crazy that it's only been like a little under 40 years. Yeah. That's nothing. I know, but there's Isn't so that's kind of scary. There's so there's so much in you know what I mean. There's so and like so 
semi, you even want to say domesticated for like a bearded dragon. You come up in a bearded dragon in the wild, fuck off. But it, if in captivity, they're going to be pretty personable. We have like stunted that evolution. Happens real quick, especially so when you're much. breeding, you know, very specifically. Wow. I wonder. That's very. I just. I and didn't then, realize that. you know, like corn snakes, I'm sure when they first got the first corn snakes, it was pretty hard to switch them over with that first generation. Do you and think it's bad that we've done it all so quickly? Like, think about the a different morse and well, all the different stuff that we've made. And yeah, but just keep a captive snake a captive snake and a wild snake a wild just snake. Just keep it separate because yeah. the evolution of the wild snakes have not. No, but we're only impeding on that, not by the activities in the hobby but just activities of being human what do you think i I mean i don't even know if you can come in come up with this number um like ratio or (laughs) my answer is always 100 (laughs) um the ratio or like percentage of morse we have that are that we've come up with in captive born bred versus morse you'll see naturally in the wild they all came from the wild at one point but but uh, not all of them because um, ball pythons we breed them so much that that's they what I'm spon- saying we've come up with we have come up we've developed and created so many different yeah. ball python morphs do but all of those exist in the natural every one that happens in captivity survives as soon as a fucking yellow fucking snake comes out of the egg as a ball python that motherfucker's getting eaten by in something in the wild because he but sticks not, out not in but in captivity morphs. you're like oh, you know, so like at it. one point all these morphs existed in the wild but they might not have lit they that adaptation yes. was not advantageous for their for life. survival. And Ooh, that's look why at those nature, big words I just used. Nature let me just puts <laughs> that out there, though. Nature is like, let me try this. Let shit me try. Out. Let me put it out, and then if it, it fails or not. But then, we we take away. So it doesn't breathe. We take away we that take away chance. Selection. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's why it evolves so quickly because natural selection isn't in play because we try to make everything. Survive. We choose what natural selection is. So that's why some people don't breed snakes that don't feed well. Because you're breeding. That's our own that natural selection, but, uh, which makes it makes sense. It but makes to me, sense, it makes sense yeah. to not. But then there's but also so there's also is. natural selection for like, oh, this is ugly. Let's not breed that more. As far as human natural selction. Yeah, yeah, but that rarely happens. Anything that's different, we're like, fuck yeah, let's breed. Because <laughs> it's rare if it's different. <laughs> but Lilypad said, can you neuter or spade a snake? I mean, you can neuter and spade anything if you want to, but snakes are pretty work? easily be. Uh, I mean, you just don't introduce them to each other. It's well, not like dogs you, who like they get out one day and uh, they s- right. Because well, why would you even you know why would you need to neuter a spade because you're keeping them separately so they're not gonna do it. Yeah, exactly. So, but it, but you're saying it is but, uh, possible. Sure, yeah, it is. Po- how do you do that? Well, with the females, but specifically, you can take out like uh, the oviducts or whatever. It's still like a snip, snip, cut, cut. And I mean, there's, if if you have a female that gets like egg bound, for the most part, you're gonna have to mess around with her oviducts, and then she probably won't be able to breed in the future. So, interesting. But you, why would you ever want to? You don't do it on purpose. You know. Gotcha. One, not to get too technical, but I mean, I don't know if anyone who's watching didn't know this. I didn't know until um, recently that even when you don't lock snakes up or lock, what's the lock? Or if you don't put don't snakes, breed to, snakes, if you don't breed snakes, that some that the females will still lay eggs sometimes. Right. Um, and I had no, 
<laughs> I was going towards that. Kind of, I was, yeah. It's kind of the thing. So I learned that, you know, even if you don't make snakes do it, that the female will still lay eggs. No, not, there's not anything, you know, they're slug eggs. But not to get too good. That's similar to the female humans that we still produce things how long can you talk about this for i could i uh, how long do you want me to talk about this are you getting another beer oh okay so snakes like uh even when you don't lock them up they still drop lay eggs because that is the shedding of their 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 cycle that's the end of their cycle that's their shedding uh humans shed in a different way so technically yeah snakes get Babe, you cannot talk and pee on the podcast. Are you serious right now? I can hear you peeing. I don't know if they can hear you peeing, but you can't talk to me and pee. Please. <laughs> Sorry. He's trying to pee and talk to me. But yeah, so like their snakes get their own form of ovulation. Um, and I didn't know that. Um, and Dorco said, I have a desert pinstripe. She's a pet only, and she's trying to d avoid her developing eggs in the future. I don't know if... I don't think that's something you can stop, but I don't, it's just a thing where you know they're slug eggs because you didn't put two things together and you kind of just throw them away, right? Um, well, this is a specific example oh. because, um, first of all, I want to say that environmental factors make an animal develop follicles and eggs and stuff like that. So Really? But humans do it no matter what. Yeah, yeah, but you're not cold-blooded, right? Okay. I mean, well, sometimes. I was just sorry. Well, well, yeah. So, up, so cold-blooded, your system's going to completely defend or depend on environmental factors in every single way. So, if you don't have that change in the seasons, which for most snakes you're going to have a colder season and a warmer season, which is going to trigger the animals to develop follicles, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then you know they're going to. So, if you put a corn snake down for the winter to brumate for the most part she's going to develop follicles after a certain point sometimes they reabsorb those follicles or if you breed it they grow so sometimes they don't grow full term without that stimulation from sperm and stuff like that but sometimes they also just lay all slugs so the fact is that she has a desert so what happens is a female desert it's also can go along with the um kind of what we were talking about before for like neurological factors a desert's actually going to have physical reproduction hindered because their oviducts aren't big enough to, to, pass, to eggs. pass eggs so that's why she wants to so that's stop why it. she's probably concerned because um you know if they get they'll get egg bound and die if you don't trying to pass them right but for the most part ball pythons don't seem to lay slug eggs that much Okay. They seem to more either reabsorb them or, you know, the best way to avoid that for the most part, I don't know 100%, you know, I'm not the best one to ask, but, you know, just keep them at constant temperature. Don't all get the time. them into that yeah. cold I mean, I don't, brumation period. I don't period. know many, well, not like, they're not like corn snakes to where you oh. lower them okay, very sorry. low, but just mostly night drops and stuff like okay, that. Okay, but, but keep them, if you keep them consistently at the same temperature. Yeah, and they're not like corn snakes. They don't slug clutch as much without breeding. As but could she also spade slash neuter it? I'm sure you could. I don't know. 
that I mean that's another option to keep. But yeah, as long as there's no male, you know, interaction, mm-hmm. you should you should be fine. But that's interesting. That's an, you know, like you said. An and then it's also like, should you breed deserts at all? That was what I was gonna say yeah. before you so rudely, rudely interrupted, interrupted me. Yes. Yes, I was thinking back to the other neurological defects that we talked about earlier, like. Why would people? Br- I mean, I guess it. You breed deserts for people who don't want to continue breeding them, right? Or you breed males, you can continue breeding them, but then the females out of that clutch will have to be pet only. They look cool, but is I it worth know. it? You know, kind of like the right. spiders. Like it's not. You're not going to die. It's not going to die. But it's is it worth it? If that's your thing, you can. You can, you can do, do it. But it also takes people like Dorco recognizing this and, you know, trying to yeah, everyone it. sells them as pets only. Okay. So, yeah. And do they advertise that? Yeah. Okay. Pet only females. Don't. Or else you'll get called out for that. Yeah. Which I've learned people get called out a lot in the reptile community. If you Sometimes fuck you up, you be. cannot. I mean, I understand it, but sometimes you, you get fucked with for the wrong reasons, but people call you out for stuff that was that you couldn't control. Or, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Or, like, you know, everyone does or whatever. If you have mites or something, you know, everyone's had mites at a certain point. It's just get it under control as quick as you can. And don't Do sell it when you, you can. know you have mites. And don't sell it when it has mites, shit like that. But um, Samurai Ant said, hey, guys, I'm a new subscriber, and I'm digging the channel already. I have a question. I want to start breeding snakes. Which snake should I start breeding with? I was thinking ball pythons. Well, my question first is what all do you have? Already. I'm assuming he has snakes. Maybe nothing. Oh. In my head, I'm thinking he has snakes, and he's choosing between his snakes of what he wants to breed. Ball pythons, um, definitely some of the easiest, as well as corn snakes. Um, what you're going to run into is corn snakes are much easier to keep. Ball pythons, you're going to have some seasonal problems feeding, stuff like that. Do you think they're equally as sellable? Yeah, yeah. They're probably more sellable, depending on what you have. Everything, you need to have the right. Um, I think at first though, just sell anything for fun and then just worry about selling later. I mean, do you think, but, but you can get a sellable, do I think? No, finish your sentence. You can get a sellable corn snake for a hundred dollars where you can get a sellable ball python for $500. So it's, okay. you're going, you can get a really cool animal that's going to sell very easily by maybe spending, if you spend $500 on a pair of corn snakes, like. You're getting some. You're getting good genetics. You're getting, you're some, getting good some shit, shit that's definitely going to sell. If you spend $500 on a pair of ball pythons in three years, you may get something that someone likes. But <laughs> <laughs> um, do you it's think that market. people should be pet, should own snakes for pets before they start breeding? Do you think it's yes. it's it's not wise you to just get right into it and start breeding immediately? An informed keeper is an informed keeper no matter how you split it or you know, what animal they have. So if it's someone who's really going to be into it and is there for the long term and all that stuff, like, but I think you just learn, I don't know. You learn, you as learn, you, you learn stuff by keeping it as your pet. Yeah, no, I agree. I think you should definitely be a pet owner before you're a breeder, but no matter what you are, cause you need to have it maybe for three years or so before you're actually breeding. True. True. Um, so he said he already has Sanboas, corns, and hognoses. Sanboas would be a super cool place to start. And for the most part, I know people just kind of keep them together to a certain extent during a certain time of the year, and they breed on their own. 
They're not very hard to breed. And also, they're a cool. I think there's something different. They're to also sell. viviparous, so you're going to have live babies, so that might be interesting. Quicker to sell. You don't have to wait. Maybe. You don't have to wait for the egg. You know, oh, you have to yeah, wait for, that's what I'm saying. You still got to get him to feed and everything like that. I know, that. but. I mean, it's not. But you have to And then to he has eggs. corns, too, which that's easy, too. And then hog nose. So out of ball pythons, sandboas, corns, and hog noses, what's your final answer? There is no final answer. You breed whatever you want to breed. He's so hog, hogs and corns take the same process to breed. Okay. So, I mean, if you want to brewmate them, stuff like that, then you're doing it anyway for one species. Might as well put them together. Not put them together physically, but... But in the same brewmation. Go through the same process to breed both of them or and then also you're not gonna get 100 percent all the time so if your first time you mess it up and things don't go exactly like you planned then you may have you know a backup to where you still get a clutch out of something so so do everything you can if you have enough time try to breed all of them why not i mean if i think if your corns are i mean i don't know how much normal corns are selling for like how easy it is to sell normal corns but i feel like if you have some interesting corn morphs i would go for that <laughs> and it, it's more fun i mean that's the thing it's personal so that's mm-hmm. more fun for me but right i think hognose will be fun for me to breed but true it's but is be there a huge market for, sure. for yeah hognose morphs good. yeah people like hognose but it's also going to be much harder to get them feeding than it will be for a corn snake but yeah also corn snakes may have more babies so in comparison to hognose so it may be um, you know, maybe a little bit more time invested in corn snakes because there's more of them. But at a certain point, whether you're breeding 200 babies or 10 babies, you're kind of doing the same amount of work mm-hmm. because you still got to get everyone to feed and go through all the troubles. Right. of. Uh, it's like, yeah, corn snakes are more babies, but you can sell, you know, it, it balances out, right? Because I mean, you can sell more snakes, of them. And yeah. More, um, more pet level for sure. So some uh Louise said, Hey guys, I'm going to get corn snake. What more should I get? I like white or orange or red bull driver. Um <laughs> he said that, that was autocorrect, so I'm not sure. Bull I'm just I don't know what bull driver is, but white or orange <laughs> is definitely gonna be like your reverse Okatees. How much money do you have, Louise? That is <laughs> Or if you, you know, wanna get into just some a, a nice Amel. You know. I like the reverse Okatees a lot. I think or a peppermint. I think that very light in the white. I mean, I like those a lot. Um, so definitely look up your candy canes, your peppermints, which are going to be red and white, and then also amels, which are going to be your red, orange, and then whites. Reverse Okatees are going to have that red, orange, and white. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What else? Just just look on Morph Market. Just look. <laughs> so does Morph Market work where like you can there's like a search box and you can go type in like what you want? It's it's divided by morphs. So um, what you want to do is just go all corn snakes. So okay, go to on Morph and then Market. Under two hundred dollars, you can pretty much get any corn snake besides a palmetto or a scaleless. So you can even get a het scaleless if you want it. If you wanted two scaleless, uh, het scaleless palm, uh, het scaleless amels you can probably spend like 400 bucks okay but morph market again you're just morph market, plugging morph, morph market. market all day long um and samurai said how often are these live videos these live videos are every week they are 99 percent of the time on tuesdays at six next week next week tuesday's fourth of july so yeah and i'm gonna be out of town so we're doing it different next week it's gonna be different but every other week tuesdays at six 
Yes. Yeah, for the and most they're part. usually an hour. Today we're going over. Six um, Central Standard Time, five Mountain Time. Okay. Four, lives four Western. Time. I can't tell Everyone. you one state that's Mountain Time. Colorado, Utah. Montana. There we have so that. many Montana listener, listeners. Mon- yeah, we're you're, real big in Montana, are we? So, what's the uh, most valuable animal you've ever herped in the wild? I haven't found many. Unfortunately, uh, we've not been Emory successful snake, which are like in $40. the wild. Um, I think that's you got to give a lot of time to. That. Yeah, you, you did find a copperhead, but I think that's something it's you like have to a give a lot of. Snake. You have to give a lot of time to to like really find. I'm not. Valuable and that's ones. not really my. Not really get my nut off the uh, finding oh, snakes in the babe. wild. Also, I think it depends on where you live. If yeah. we lived I mean, in we Florida, live in Texas, it's pretty good though. Okay. If you go to not West in Texas. Dallas, right? Not in Dallas. If you live in Florida, I bet they found. There's not much. Yeah, I mean, I haven't gone very wide and far, and no, I don't have any wild caught herbs, and I do have one wild caught, but it's not from not us wild not caught. us wild caught. I mean, I'd rather. It's much easier for me just to buy captive born stuff and kind of peace of mind. It. A peace of mind. You know that, like. You know, you're not bringing anything into your collection. Right. That, that could mess to, up all the other things. Right. Like, I understand the attraction to a wild cost. You know, it's like something new and different. But, or, you know, and it's Sometimes. like, it's like yours. You you went out, g- like, hunter-gatherer type thing. Like, I understand yeah. the attraction. But I just think once you get at home, there's more possibilities for consequences. Makes your life much easier. It makes your life easier if you get it captive-born. But... I don't know. Then there's those people that get lucky and find shit in their backyard, and it's a freaking palmetto. And yeah, but we're not those people. <laughs> but we are those that lucky. So Dorco asks, "Would you ever breed boas?" I don't know. I just there's not many boas that I that I like. What I about mean, you? maybe if mm. I had if I had some sand boas, maybe that'd be fun. Otherwise, okay. boas. Why aren't you into them as much? Uh, most of them get a little bit bigger than I'd like. So. Okay. That's really it. I mean, plus, it's just not my thing. I don't know. <laughs> I just Everyone just has their thing. Something else. Yeah. Rather corn snakes. Yeah, corn so snakes if anything, do it, it would definitely us. be a sand boa because those seem pretty fun. Okay. But that's really about it. So, um, Luis said, what tank size for an adult corn snake? Also, you live in, wait, he lives in Houston, Texas, the best state. We live <laughs> in Dallas. So. I don't want to get into this, but I wholeheartedly disagree with you texas is <laughs> not the best state by any means it's decent for herping though okay in that subject yes but okay back to what tank size for an adult corn snake i forget man uh, well because we I don't keep it in tanks we keep corn it in snakes and tanks in a while we keep it I in mean, tubs in racks but um 35 gallon that might be that's all the top of my head i really don't know um yeah it's really just if you have a big tank, they're cool with that. If you have something, at least I would say at least the length of its body. Okay. So I'd say if you have an adult corn snake, if it's the length of its body, I think you're doing pretty well. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's really the only thing. They're not like ball pythons to where you need to have good hides and stuff for them to feel good. Mm-hmm. Corn snakes pretty much do their own thing, do whatever the fuck they want to do and <laughs> you can have them in a tank and then live a good life which i disagree with ball pythons you know? mm-hmm. i don't think you can really keep them in a tank and do that well so i mean yeah it's really whatever 
fits your as coin. long as they fit oh youtube loss and it, wait, and Molly. facebook loss at the same time well it it's just probably says the dis- internet oh, successfully oh, connected. sorry youtube Look just went away for a second but yeah i think it's it's semi decent of you to keep it you know in whatever you want to as but long as it fits so the much. the size of the tank and obviously well adults not gonna get much bigger um peter said he has a milk snake that's always on the cool side of the tank is there a reason that he's not going for the heat um, how high is your heat spot or how hot is your what heat temperature? spot? What temperature? Yeah, but also I think as long as you have that mix, you know, as long as you give the them options the option, for both. you're going to be good. I mean, you definitely, I like to keep, what? Jesus Christ. I mean, I know some people keep them at maybe an 85 degree or 83 degree ambient room temperature. They seem to do fine that way. And I mean, if you're keeping them at 85 or if you're keeping that, yeah, if your hot spot's 85 and then the cool side of your tank's 70 degrees or whatever, or room temperature, or even 75, 80, I mean, you're good. I mean, I wouldn't worry about what it's doing. It's there's just, just doing There's no thing. specific 85 reason. 85 isn't too hot if you're, as long as it's actually 85 and you're monitoring it. So unless, um, you know, like your heat probe fell off and all of a sudden it ramped up, you know, the heat in your tank or something. Mm-hmm, That's something. Mm-hmm. So if I see all my snakes in the front of my tub, the first thing I think is like my heat probe probably came off the tape and that's why everything's in front. But if it's just it, one, cause it ramped up. But if it's just one, you wouldn't be well, concerned. Well, if you know that it's not over, you know, or you just have one single, you know, heat pad with a temperature. I mean, you want to check the probe if that's something that is there. Okay. Just so I'll check that. Um, the Arkansas Dipper said, what snake is better to buy, corn snakes, ball pythons, or rat snakes? Well, it all depends what you like. I'll say a corn snake or He's rat snake. Um, corn snakes are generally going to have better temperaments than most rat snakes. Okay. But uh, that's just a matter of opinion. I mean, ball pythons are just not. It depends on what you're wanting. If you want a snake yeah. that moves a lot, corn snake. If you're wanting a snake that stays still in a ball, Ball python. If you want to, if you, a lot, if you want to feed, <laughs> if you want to feed frozen thawed corn snake. If you want to yeah. feed live and s- have to try ten different things for your ball python, ball python. You know what so I mean? So I think it's really whatever you like, whatever you. And how much effort you want to put into it, you know? Yeah, if, I think ball pythons are gonna. Have to if lot, la- if live feeding doesn't bother you, go for it. If trying a bunch of different things to get your snake to eat it doesn't bother you, okay. You know, one is not bad. It is just we both happen to have a personal preference for corn snakes because it um, they meet our human needs. <laughs> it's sad to say, you Make know what life I mean? Easier. For us, yeah, um, yeah. Ro- Lilypad said Rosie boas are pretty cool. I don't know what those look they're like. They're kind of like the colubrid of the boa boas. World. I mean, they're they're boas that are going to be throughout Southern California. Okay, and um. Oh, that light. Sorry, I gotta close this blind. <laughs> That's terrible. But I mean, they're. Oh, now I gotta close that one. I mean, Fair they're enough. you know mild temperatured okay. boas. So they're north. Anything that lives in North America, you're gonna be good to go if you're if they're commonly kept and something that eats readily. But yeah, rosy boas are cool. Okay, they're kind of like look, I'll have to look those they're up. They're a little sand Bowie, Bowie ish. Okay, E-ish. in look <laughs> at least, at least as far as pattern and stuff goes. I mean, there's some there's different localities, so there's like 
So there's some differences. What is it in like them. San Luis that looks it looks like something that would be called an albino, but it's just naturally orange. Okay. Or there's some good like striped ones, like black and gray striped ones. There's a lot of cool ones. But um, um Peter asked what your first reptile was. Um uh corn snake. Tony? No. no. No, I had a corn snake when I was like before first grade or something. Okay. I also had like a guan. It was mostly like my dad had stuff, and, and you. Then, <laughs> so I had stuff, right? Different, but I, I, I remember I brought a corn snake to show and tell the first, in first grade. Gotcha. The Arkansas Dipper said the only pet stores around him are Petco or PetSmart, and he can't find any reptile expos close to him. He doesn't know what to do because they are really overpriced at his stores. Um, get it online. I mean, you got to pay shipping and stuff like that, but you're going to get a good quality animal. I don't know where you are in Arkansas, but Arkansas really isn't that far from us here in Texas. Texas or so if you even if there's an Oklahoma show or a Louisiana show, maybe there's something. Also, shipping from Texas wouldn't be that expensive. You know, if you go or you can find someone like even if you ask someone, you can find some people. Um, what was that like semi local to you? So I'm sure there's some. If you, I'm sure there's a, a Facebook Arkansas. group like a Arkansas reptile, Arkansas cla- reptile classifieds. Reptile classifieds. That would be the best way to probably see like where the people are, and you can you know you can post in that Facebook group like that is there, there anyone close to wherever you live in Arkansas? I thought that there was a a herps or a or a repticon in Little Rock. I'm not sure though. Um, and Louise said, yeah, the snake hides are 23 fillers at or $23. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Do not pay for snake hides at Petco. I mean, I just use, we use, use all egg different kinds of things. Uh, I saw someone use a paper towel roll. That works for Kalubras yeah, for, or uh, even for ball pythons. He's sometimes. close to Little Rock. Um, so you thought there was some show in Little Rock? Yeah, potentially. I don't know. I don't know for sure. But Little Rock's a pretty big city to not have one when Lake Charles has one. Sorry, Wes, if you're still here. He's not. Um, But yeah, definitely (laughs) Arkansas Dipper. Look at, do you think there there would be a Little Rock reptile classifieds or Arkansas reptile classifieds is where you should go? Um, Like here, we have Texas reptile classifieds and DFW reptiles. So. I would just do a quick like search on your Facebook yeah. machine. Facebook's good for connecting with small breeders who are near to you. You could yeah. go pick it up, so you wouldn't have to pay shipping. You'd be surprised; these people are everywhere. There's right. You don't even realize how many people are out there that you know you just didn't have. Definitely some in Little Rock for sure. Yeah, it's a big enough city. Yeah. Okay, I'm hungry. Is that it? I it was a good show. I'm All hungry. Right. If Thanks. you have more questions, oh, sorry. If you have more questions, uh, message us on, oh, he said there's no shows till December. Um, Then your best bet is is Facebook. Because also, you know, you could reach out to someone and be like, hey, can I come look at your Even someone who's willing to sell, um, willing to sell an animal that they got from a reputable breeder who are just. You know, they're okay. just getting kind of rid of it. Or Craigslist or something like that. Craigslist or Facebook. Who's I think my favorite reptile YouTuber. Who's my favorite reptile? Dave YouTuber? Kaufman. Oh, that's he true. likes. He really likes Dave Kaufman. And then smaller, and who just started on YouTube is uh, Brian Cusco. Cusco, Cusco. He, I feel like he's like it's weird. I feel like he's big but small at the same time. Like yeah. I feel like he's a big breeder to the. Really intense people, but he's not wide known to everyone. Dave Kaufman, D A V K A U. Space. 
Yes, space. Last name Kaufman. K-A-U-F. And Dave Kaufman's cool because he goes all over the world. He travels all over the place and he does field herping and he does cool stuff. So that's definitely something to check out. Um, And then what's the other guy? Dan, or is his name Dave too? The ball guy? DM Exotics. Yeah, I mean, I talked about it. Oh, him that's earlier, him, so DM Exotics. DM Exotics on YouTube. Okay. So many sponsors today. <laughs> hey, I would love some sponsorship for this. <laughs> I know, it's so hard. We have to sit here in our so room. And hard. Bullshit when we could be doing other bullshitting. Whatever. Okay, I'm hungry. <laughs> All right, thank you guys Sorry. for watching. We will be uh, next Tuesday's 4th no, of July. Yes. So we will be here next Thursday. Thursday at Thursday six. Thursday at six, maybe. Whenever. When six. I will be. I don't have class. So. Six Central Time or six um, Australia Time. Okay. Seven, Whatever. Six a.m. in know. Queensland. We don't know math. Okay. No, I don't know. Thank you for your questions, everyone. Oh, if you know anyone who you want to recommend this to, tell them they can download this mm-hmm. on iTunes or SoundCloud, SoundCloud tomorrow once he uploads it. Obviously, those are just the audio ones on iTunes and SoundCloud, but yeah. also YouTube, you can watch this later. It's and visit us at Port City Pythons at Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, which is where all of our live shit that sounds good is on YouTube. All of our live shit that sounds bad is on Facebook and Instagram. Check out either if you give a fuck. If not, download it. That's cool, too. Yeah. Okay. And ask questions. Become part of the conversation and send food. Yes. Send food. Let's do that. I like that. Bye, people. Bye.